Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I am Vivian McKinnon, and today we are going to talk about friendship breakups. And wow, friendship breakups. Why did no one talk about this in this way to us when we were younger? I'll speak for myself. Why didn't anyone talk to me about this when I was a kid? About how this is breakups, friendship breakups, just breaking up with people and deciding that your paths are no longer in sync is the most natural thing in the world. It's quite beautiful, really. But we're not really taught to understand those like ebbs and flows of life and that things shift and people change and situations change and often it's just entirely organic and beautiful and um, you know it's that that life and death metaphor that exists on so many levels on so many planes you know it's um birth birth is you know the death of your self and rebirthing yourself as you birth your new baby you're birthing yourself as a new woman um, with a whole new living responsibility and this theme of life and death pops up all throughout life and i think that we've kind of been indoctrinated to fear the death of things and the even just the word death like you say it and like just blackness comes up in your mind right or just that like tension comes up in your body but death can be a really i think it's 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 very useful beautiful interesting the shadow work um of of really trying to understand your relationship with death and maybe maybe rewrite your relationship with death um you know we've all probably lost someone at some point in some way um and we kind of just define death by i've lost this thing it's gone forever and i carry this sadness and this emptiness um i my big loss i've had quite a few losses in my life, but my big one was when my dad passed away a few years ago. And I really thought, um, you know, those first few years were just devastating, but I have such a different relationship with death now. I didn't even explore death before he died. And when it happened, it just felt like the scariest thing in the world. And now I have such a different relationship with death because I can honestly say that my relationship with my dad has greatly improved since he died and I and I feel his um I feel his energy I feel his presence not all the time um and I feel and I do feel like him and I are still having a healing a relationship and growing our relationship just in a different way and um you know everyone has their own understanding of those kinds of things and that's beautiful but it really helped me change the way I feel about death and death in the sense of like death of a of a of a dream that you once thought would be a part of your life that you 
finally come to realize maybe this dream is no longer my dream. Um, it just can, it goes on so many levels, this life and death and relationships. We, from a very young age, begin learning that relationships, there is life and death all the time. You're meeting new people and people fade away. They move away. Um, they no longer be, are available. There's just so many, so many, you know, or you're on a trip and you, you meet someone new that just has this huge impact on you and, then the vacation's over and you go your separate ways. And um, that was life. It built, it, it burned bright. And then the death of it um, dissipating and that separation can be really beautiful if we change just our overall relationship with death. Um, so that was a little bit like, yeah, that's, that's essentially how I'm allowing myself to experience uh, friendship breakups because it's something that has always happened since I can remember, since I was a young child, will continue happening for the rest of my life. And it can be so many things. It could be my business, you know, Mama Pachamama was started as something very different from what it is now. Indeed, I still offer products that I, you know, I really enjoy making and selling, but my heart is in a very different place as far as what I thought this business was going to be. And that that old idea died off. And this new understanding of what my work in this world is was born. And that's so freaking beautiful. So maybe this is a podcast more about life and death than <laughs> friendship breakups. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's definitely about friendship breakups because I kind of want it. I want this to, this is like, I'm approaching this from the angle of like two girlfriends chatting about um, going through this experience because I'm sure many of us have had varying levels of friendship breakups. And like I said, if it's something that's just not talked about very much, um, we're not really, we're not, we're not really sure how to until we like figure it out for ourselves, it can be really confusing to know how to handle it, how to feel about it, um, how to interpret friendship breakups. And let me start going, let me start by like, I kind of want to briefly mention in my younger years, I struggled having long-term friendships and it was largely because I had a dad who just um, was really particular about who we spent time with. And I would make new friends and I'd have them come over and my dad would like slowly get to know my friend or their family or something. And there'd be kind of like a falling out, you know, and I think my dad was a very critical, harsh man. And we all know many parents like this. I'm sure some of you have parents like this and we could understand it comes from a place of love and wanting nothing but the best for their children, but ultimately can be a very toxic way to, um, teach relationships to your children because it brings a lot of judgment to the table and leaves very little room for like learning to love someone for their good and their bad. No one's perfect. We're all figuring it out. No one's family is perfect. Everyone's trying to figure it out. Um, and I do think that had a 
an, you know, a negative effect on me because I know a lot of people that have friends from childhood, from like, you know, Brett, my husband has friends from, you know, grade school from, and they're still his best friends. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's so cool. I don't relate to that at all. That's very far from my experience. So there's that. And then, um, as I, as I aged, uh, I really became, I spent a very long time living as a just incredibly insecure girl. And with that insecurity came a lot of, you know, I'm judging myself. I'm hard on myself. And I'll tell you what, if you're judging yourself and you're hard on yourself, you're probably doing the same thing to others. And, you know, you can also flip that around. It's like, if you're really hard on others and you're really judging others, you should probably consider the possibility that you're doing the same thing to yourself. You're very hard on yourself. You're very hard on others. So learning to love yourself really lends itself to learning to love others. And, you know, same thing, learning to love others for their fullness, their wholeness is going to help you better love yourself and all of your imperfections. Um, But I spent a lot of time really just feeling insecure about who I was. Um, And there's a million reasons for that. And I don't really want to get into that. But I do want to acknowledge because I, I it's taken me a lot to get to where I am now in how I view uh, relationships and healing and all this stuff. Now it's, it's, I speak on everything because I've experienced the other side of it. So I remember many, 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 many friendship breakups or just like being rejected and not just friends, but also by men. And in order to soothe my ego and justify, you know, my own hurt, I would villainize the people that decided they no longer really wanted to be my friend. And I would find things about them that I could criticize and become very cold, hard, and judgmental, perhaps in on a few occasions even become really mean and nasty um, because I didn't know how to take the rejection. Um, it took a lot for me to arrive at a point where I'm like, perhaps I'm being called to do some work on myself. If people are coming into my life, getting to know me, and realizing they don't want to stick around, then that should I should be curious about that. If that keeps happening, I should be curious about that. Same thing with relationships. You know, if I'm constantly ending up in the same type of relationship, a different man, the same kind of relationship, eventually it's healthy to be able to look and say, I'm the common denominator here. Maybe maybe I need to do some work on myself and maybe it's time to go inside and yeah, so and explore that. Um so it it, it really oh, oh I'm laughing because <laughs> I have such a big heart. I I really want to go to Vivian from let's say 10 years ago or 15 years ago and just give her a big 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 hug and just say like you're worthy of all the love that you want and you also don't have to like 
be an asshole. I was, I was just such an asshole for a lot of my life. I was in a lot of pain for a long time and just very angry and felt so misunderstood. And what's interesting about that, and I'll tell you what, I spent so much of my adult life just complaining that no one understood me. I'm just misunderstood. No one understood, un- understands me. I just want someone to understand me. And the irony that I now under, that I now love is that all that time I thought I wanted others to understand me. But what I really wanted, what my soul really ached for, was for me to take the time to understand myself. And by, by understanding myself, it is, once again, the good and the bad. It is learning to love the parts of me that feel so unlovable. And accepting that in it about myself. Um, yeah, so friendship breakups. I'm, I'm going off on a lot of tangents, but obviously it all is connected. You know, a lot of um, the healing concepts and a lot of the stuff that I'm like very passionate about. It all, everything is connected. And when you learn how to connect it all, it's like, it almost feels like, ah, I got it figured out. And at least like the framework of it figured out. And it's just applying the philosophy to how you live your life after that. But um, yeah, so I was recently broke. Well, no, I recently broke up with a friend and I did not, I chose not to be obvious about it in the sense that like, I didn't want to make I didn't want to make, I didn't want to confront anything. And it was actually a group of friends that I, that, you know, I just want to say this. It happened from my perspective in the most organic way possible. A group of friends, one friend left to travel, two of the other friends ended up becoming very close. And I just naturally was feeling kind of on the outskirts of it. And I thought, this is okay. I started taking new things on, um, on in my life and arrived at this point where I, I gave myself permission and I became conscious of, I think I'm, I think I'm like drifting away from this friend group. And one of the friends from the group confronted me about it. And, you know, I, I, for me, it was pretty easy. Oh, I've just got a lot going on. And, you know, that's, and I do, I usually do have a lot going on. Um, and then I just, and then she, she persisted and kept asking. So she was like, be honest. It, you know, did I, is it be honest? It feels like there's more. So I was honest because I am an honest person. Uh, I don't honesty. I can, I can still be an honest person and not necessarily reveal how I feel, you know, the entirety of what I feel. Um, but if I'm asked, I'll, I'll be honest. So I was honest. And the truth was that I was I arrived to a point where I realized I wasn't really enjoying this friendship as much as I once did. And I did my best to let this person know that I, I truly love them and I really love the time we spent together and, and I have very fond memories. But I was just at a point where I was feeling I, I myself was changing a lot in a very small amount of time. And I wanted to honor this, like, this rebirth, right, of myself uh, emerging from my cocoon and honor every, the parts of me that were saying, this friendship feels like it's no longer serving you in the way that you, you know, nourishing you in the way that you want to be nourished. It's like there are people that 
go on the keto diet and they're like hardcore eating that way. And then they start feeling like I'm not feeling the same nourishment from this time to change my diet and listen to my body and change my diet. Right. It's the same thing or vegan, you know, whatever. It's like that same idea of like, I'm not receiving from this what I once was. Let me give myself permission to let go or change or shift. And I arrived at that point thought I could be discreet about my <laughs> exit. And upon confrontation, I I was honest and I tried my best to be kind about it and was met with uh what I what I perceived to be just, you know, I I felt sad because it I felt I, I think I hurt this person's feelings, no matter how delicate delicate I might be trying to put this into words like wow I, I I definitely think I'm hurting this person's feelings so a few little interactions after that you know I, I felt like you know the kindness in me my my heart felt like is there a nice way to do this is this is there a way to do this that's like doesn't have to be ugly and um time kind of told me that that was not possible and that's okay too that's okay too so there were several other confrontations after that and it got really ugly uh this person ended up reaching out to brett um which i found to be incredibly inappropriate because you know yeah it's it's between you and i and if it's serious when when things are serious you you deal if, if if something is serious between two people you go and you deal with that person and you don't get to use the excuse that they're unapproachable or unavailable. If it's serious, then you let them know, hey, I, I, I need to have this closure with you. And I'm a decent, I'm a decent person. I'm willing to like take the time to have this closure or whatever. Um, but I could see a lot of yucky things going on that I didn't feel good about. Some nasty messages being sent to me. Um, and yeah, so we ended up having this rather dramatic ending to it all like a a last confrontation that felt really dramatic very much out of my like realm of how I'm interested in engaging but honestly this person really proved my point of well this is exactly why I'm exiting this friendship because the way you're handling this is just you're just confirming how I how I feel about it um And the interesting part in all of this is that I still really love and adore this person. I did not carry any hatred in my heart for ending this friendship. And as someone who has carried so much negative feelings in my past about these kinds of situations, I really, for the first time, not for the first time, but for the first time consciously was very conscious of you know that that need to to put myself first and honor what my intuition is telling me hey Vivian you are no longer feeling the love and nourishment from this relationship that you once felt and doing that in a way that didn't have to villainize the person that didn't have to uh paint a picture of of anything other than like just the the acceptance it's acceptance 
And I was there, you know, and I, I really tried my best to remind them often, like, I still really love you. This isn't, this is like, I don't know. I did my best to explain what it was. And this person remained hurt. And the old saying of hurt people hurt people. And often, you know, that's, that's, that's the truth. If someone's really hurt by your actions and they haven't really done the work themselves, then they're going to come back and hurt you. And I didn't get upset by that. I didn't really take it of anything other than exactly what it was, a projection of their own, um, insecurities, their own, their own insecurities, projecting that onto me. And indeed my heart aches for someone to have to feel rejection, especially on my behalf. But at the same time, isn't life all about learning how to serve ourselves and be truthful and, um, and, in integrity with our own needs, desires, but doing that respectfully um, with the world around us. So while life is so messy and often it's so much, we really love to to make things black and white, but often it really is just that messy gray um, and it's bittersweet and it's not perfect and it's all, not all happy and there is grieving while also... Um, doing what we quote unquote might consider to be the right thing, right? What felt right to me was letting go of that friendship that was not serving me and that was feeling heavy. It was, it wasn't, it was energy I didn't want in my life. Um, yet I had to grieve for, for, you know, the experience that came of it and the fact that, you know, I, I hate to be the source of someone's um, unhappiness or bitterness or anger, but that's also like, you know, that's, that's, that's so interesting in life, right? Isn't it so interesting how, you know, if you go about your life trying to people please, and I should do an episode on people pleasing, cause I have such a big opinion about this one. But if you go about your life trying to people please, the person who is going to be the most displeased is you. And at the end of your life, you have lived for you. If you're a parent, then you've also lived for your children. But you live for you and and it's your life. When you die, you have to sit with, when you're on your deathbed, you have to sit with yourself. And, And you won't remember those specific breakups, most likely. You won't remember those, those, all those little tiny details, all the specific things that brought you to, to the end of your life, but you, all of those things will affect your relationship with you and your peace within and your, and your, your sense of love for self. And if you die and you don't, haven't cultivated the love for yourself, then I don't want to know how that feels. Um, cause learning to love myself, even when it's inconvenient to others, has been the most beautiful thing. And honestly, the more I put into loving myself and caring for myself and making decisions that perhaps seem selfish or others might take personal, but are in my best interest, always benefits me in a, in a, on a deeper level and therefore positively benefits my children. It's all complex and it's messy and it's imperfect and we've been shielded from experiencing death from having a relationship with death 
from seeing shifts as shifts as just what they are. Something that's been really uh, unbelievable in my life lately is that I try to approach things from a let me accept this fully for what it is and stop trying to place my judgment on how it should be. Let me let, let's just let things be what they are and, and be the observer of that and figure out how it affects me, whether it be a situation I'm in, something that I've chosen to take on in my life, a new responsibility, someone I've brought into my life, someone that I'm working with. I mean, this can go, this can, this can apply to almost everything I love to just allow things to be what they are without judgment because we're so quick to judge this is right or this is wrong or this should be this way or you should be that way, whatever. Let it be what it is and let that just, let it just be. Stop trying to change it. Do what you can do. Take responsibility for your involvement in it. So if you're involved in something, And the reality is, even if everyone around you is trying to make you comfortable in that situation, but you yourself don't feel comfortable in that situation, accept that for what it is. You and and accept that it's probably a good sign that you should remove yourself from the situation. You, You should honor what your intuition is telling you. I don't feel good in this. Even if everyone else is really trying to keep me a part of this, this isn't working for me. And it's not right and it's not wrong. It just is. That's okay. I'm curious about that. And that is how I I am attempting to move forward in my life. Because I've spent so much time trying to judge everything, whether it's right or wrong or good or bad and people-pleasing and not letting myself just allowing things be to be and sitting with that death and trusting that alongside the death of of things that are no longer serving me alongside that there's always new new energy being born there are you know new new opportunity being born and new energy uh wanting to make its way into my life so I would love to share, well, I think I, I, I think contextually I really am sharing how I now experience these relationship breakups, these friendship breakups. What's become really important to me is to strip away this right or wrong, this person is good or bad or anything like that. I, I can feel love for you no matter what, no matter how you've treated me, no matter what, what has, you know, happened, I can see you as, you know, another version of myself who perhaps hasn't been blessed with the same experiences and the same, um, downloads and the same, um, blessings or, you know, but we're, I relate like to every shitty way of, of existing to every, every like cringy thing. I, I relate to it because I've been there. I've been on the shitty, cringy side of so many situations. So now, doing the work that I do on myself enables me to 
be in situations where rather than feeling attacked or feeling um, insecure or or judging myself for doing what's best for me or having I, I feel no need to villainize anybody actually I really love to sit here and remind myself why I why I still greatly love this person who very much sees me as a villain you know this recent friendship breakup this person sees me as a villain and for a brief moment of course my ego steps in and in our last confrontation felt so intense and of course I have that those moments where my ego just wants to be like wow you have got it all wrong like you you've 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 convinced yourself that I am just a total piece of shit and you're you're very clear that that's that's what you think and you want to you want me to know that's what you think about me and it's interesting to step back and and see okay well a version of myself in the past would have immediately my ego would be like uh uh-uh go in there defend yourself tell them why they're why they're a piece of shit and like don't let that don't let them feel this way about you you need to change the way they think about you Ooh. Fuck that. God, what wasted energy. It's very clear this person has made up their mind about me. And they, they've made up this story about me. And they've looked for all of the evidence to prove it. That's what we do. We look for all the evidence to prove the story that we want to believe. Because the story that we want to believe comforts us. So we don't have to acknowledge the parts of ourselves that maybe we need to re-examine. I remember when I was in that stage in my life where people were breaking up with me and I was villainizing them, I had to make up these stories about them in order to live with myself because I was not at a place yet where I felt comfortable accepting that maybe I'm just not that fucking pleasant to be around. Maybe I'm just not that interesting. Maybe I just complain too much. Maybe I drink too much. Maybe I'm too sloppy. Maybe I just don't have any like wisdom to share, whatever it might be. Maybe I'm just so insecure that it makes other people uncomfortable. All of those things. I've been all of those things. But it was impossible to accept that about myself at the time. Because what what happens when you when you really let yourself accept that about yourself, it means that you... Everything in your being is going to start saying, all right, well, time to change. If you're a healthy person and you start realizing where you're failing yourself and therefore, you know, struggling to have healthy relationships, you have to do the work and you have to, you have to accept that. All right, I guess I have work to do on myself. But if you're rejecting that and you're not willing to do the shadow work and you're not willing to accept yourself for who you are and where maybe you show up poorly as a friend, then, you know, that's okay. It's okay to be there. I forgive myself for being there when I was there. I just wish I could go back and give her a hug and say, it's all going to be okay, girl. Don't let this eat you alive the way it did. Um, but yeah, it, it was rough to acknowledge that, wow, people aren't staying friends with me because I'm because of the work that I'm neglecting to do with myself. 
And that can be just so hard, but that's the beginning. That's like the beginning of transformation. You know, we can be in that moment and victimize ourselves and feel like, man, I was fucked. You know, God, I suck. I'm such a loser, blah, blah, blah. Or we see it as an opportunity. And we acknowledge that, man, I might be this low, but I there's only I can only go up. And I can I can figure out how to how to be a better friend and how to um, and build my confidence not only for me but knowing that it'll benefit the f- relationships that I'm in all these things you know it's like you, you do that or you don't and it's and it's all for you it's like you can be miserable and choose that and you know that's what you have to live with or you can like take the challenge on and I have a lot of compassion for this friend who. Uh, villainized me because I relate so greatly to the need to villainize somebody for their truth because it's too hard to swallow the pill that someone's saying that they just don't really enjoy your company anymore. Um, And despite all of the really like yucky accusations and all of that, I really, I really love this person. She's incredible. She's Um, she's a freaking badass, man. She's a badass. And I really think highly of her when, when she, when she's brought up or when, um, she comes into my mind, I smile. I'm smiling right now thinking about her because she's, she's made a strong impression on me. And I I think very highly of her. And I also forgive my, I, or it's like, I don't even forgive myself, but I'm at peace with the fact that I, I, I came to that point where I just was like, she can be amazing. And I can still not feel called to stay in friendship with her. Both of those things are okay. Like, it's okay. We can, life, can, that's the gray messiness of life. That's why those extremes can be, you know, unhealthy where it's like, we can be in two places. Life can, is complex like that. You can admire someone and love them and, and think highly of them, yet know that, Perhaps this isn't a friendship that feels good for my nervous system. And that was really it, you know. It, now my my friend, my sweet, beautiful, amazing, incredible, wonderful friend, Sydney. I've never met anybody, I've never met another woman who my nervous system felt so secure around. And I've consistently, I see her almost every day and consistently feel safe and at peace and loved and respected um and sometimes when you make room for what you crave and what you need and know what you know you deserve the universe blesses you with that god blesses you with that Uh, but you do have to make the uncomfortable decisions of perhaps displeasing others perhaps taking on the death of something that you know doesn't necessarily have some strong reason you don't have to have a big reason i i have a it it reminds me so much of an ex someone that i that i dated when i was in college who was just as sweet as can be just a sweet sweet guy who i just came to learn that i didn't really you know i wasn't really enjoying it and i did not know what I know now. So 
I waited for some tiny, petty little thing to happen. And I blew that way out of proportion and, and blew it up into something huge so, so I could justify breaking up with him. And I used that as my excuse to break up with him because I lacked the maturity to be able to say, you're amazing. You're wonderful. This is, I just realized I'm not really feeling this and I couldn't be okay with that. I didn't know that that was safe and, and okay. And that life can be, you know, it can be like that. Oh, it's all so beautiful. And I do, I carry so many people from my past um, just in my heart with love. I think of them and I smile. I, I have no hatred in my heart for anybody at this point in my life. That's not to say that a few years ago I didn't. I mean, a few years ago I was still carrying a lot of the same um, unhealed wounds and projecting that onto others. But at this point, I've done so much of the work internally that I really feel just a lot of love for so many people that have been in my life, for what they taught me, for for the for learning, just you know, learning. I love learning people's stories. I love seeing, you know, how people are living their lives. It's interesting. Um, and that doesn't need, I mean, I need to hold on to you very closely. I can still appreciate you from afar. So I suggest that we embrace our breakups. And one thing that I, I always suggest and that I love to do is, you know, we all know that, especially now with like the phones and the social media and all this stuff, it's like, we're all kind of connected, but also like very disconnected. One thing that I highly suggest is when you're having friendship breakups or when you're even just drifting apart or whatever, if you're, if someone comes to your mind, an old friend that maybe you haven't talked to in a long time that you know is doing their own thing and you don't necessarily want to try to like rekindle the whole friendship, like a strong friendship or anything, you, if they come to your mind, what I do is I reach out and I just send them either a text or an audio message um, and I just let them know, I just say, hi, like, I just want to, you know, you've been on my mind and I just want to let you know that. And, um, I hope you're doing well and I'm sending lots of love your way. And I was thinking about you and it's so nice. I, I can't imagine anyone being like pissed that you do that, that you're like, just to let you know, I was thinking about you and, um, yeah, you that's that's really beautiful that's gorgeous and if that happens with somebody that you're no longer close to but like let 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 the let the love fill your heart and fill their heart because I'm telling you nothing feels better than just hearing from someone you haven't heard from in a long time and maybe you thought oh they don't like me anymore whatever who who knows what story you told yourself or whatever but man, when people pop into your heart, pop into your mind, let them know, reach out and just say, hey, I love you. I was thinking about you. I have this, you know, sweet memory of us and sending lots of love your way. And it doesn't have to open the door to all this stuff. It can just be sweet and simple. And doing that with um, old friendships that are no longer really present is awesome. And there's so many ways to spread the love. <laughs> and remind yourself that life isn't as scary and serious as we make it out to be and shift and change is okay. We don't have to fear that and allowing ourselves to let things be without judgment, without other people's noise and influence and being able to just say, this no longer serves me and that's not right or wrong. It just is and I'm going to move forward accordingly. 
And if you're being accused, let yourself be accused. Don't worry about defending yourself. There's someone out there hating on you. Let them hate on you. That's their, they're just projecting their own shit onto you. And yeah, that's it. Friendship breakups happen. I made this podcast and I wanted to do this episode to put words to something that I've always known existed, but it's, I felt like it's never really been talked about. And I've been talking to my friend Sydney about this a lot. Cause it's just the most natural thing in the world. And it's like, how are we not like talking about this thing that happens? And we all kind of carry some, whether we're hurt from others or, you know, uncertain of, you know, feeling guilty of ourselves or whatever it might be like, this is all normal. It's healthy. It's okay. It's all part of it. It's the life and death. And death gets a little bit awkward sometimes. But the more we learn to love it because it's it's transformation, then the, the more at peace we are at life, the more we're living in integrity and staying true to ourselves. And we're making room as we release the things that no longer serve us. We're making room for the blessings that we are uh, seeking out. And that's so beautiful. And you are living this life for you. And then you are affecting those around you. And maybe right now someone is making up a really awful story about you in their head. But later, perhaps, they that shifts. And you can't control the way people think about you. Like I said, I couldn't, I cannot control, I cannot change this woman's mind about me. It's clear she has her mind made up that I am a villain. And I'm at peace with that. That's okay. If she needs to tell herself that story to feel good about herself, then I understand that. I've been there. I don't judge that. Um, and I still love her so much. I doubt she's listening to this. And if she did listen to this, she knows I'm talking about her. And I, I love you. I love you. Anyone that's listening to this. If we were once friends and we no longer speak anymore, I still love you. I love everyone. Um, in different ways. Love is so beautiful and complex. So, all right, I'm going to end it here. This has been, oh, this has felt very nourishing to put this out and, yeah, I just keep showing up with the things that honestly, everything I'm like ever talking about, whether it be on here or on my social media is all a reflection of what's like going on in my life because I'm really doing my best to show up daily. I'll tell you what, I'm happier than I've ever been because I do this work daily. Do just trying to figure out, you know, let my, let things be and accept things for all of their stickiness and just kind of learn to get a little uncomfortable and accept whatever is in the process. So I hope you have a beautiful week, everybody, and are enjoying just all the stickiness of life. All right. I love you.